2: It is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. You can always holler at me on Twitter or all the social medias at Dan Day Radio. Trust me, I'll make it worth your while. I'm going to make it worth your while to keep listening because on the way, the Joe Rose Show, talking to a guy... Who knows about the Louisville Cardinals and the Buffalo Bills? So it's kind of your one-two college punch for who's playing the Miami teams this coming weekend, Mr. Eric Wood. And then the Dan Levitard Show will update the BCS rankings. You might be saying, huh? Trust me, it'll make sense. Then Hawk and Crowder getting ready for the big game tonight, plus Channing had an elective surgery. Ooh. Elect to listen to these headlines, though. The Heat. Look to take a 2 0 series lead in the Eastern Conference finals tonight when they take on the Celtics at 7. The Marlins and the Red Sox played earlier today with the Red Sox prevailing. That means Boston took 2 of 3 from the series. In wake of the Big Ten announcing they will begin their football season in late October, the Pac 12. Is expected to also soon announce they will start football at the end of October. Thursday night football will see two 0-1 teams face off. Cleveland will host Cincinnati beginning at 8 20. Miami plays Buffalo Sunday at 1 here on 560 the Joe. The Canes basketball team has landed a commitment from Ninson Poplar. The four-star 6 foot five guard from Philadelphia is part of the 2021 class. Palm Beach County Public Schools can begin sports practice on Monday. No word on when Miami-Dade will start. The Islanders and Lightning face off tonight at 8, with the Lightning leading the Eastern Conference Finals 3-2. And now, let's go ahead and take a step into the day spa. (sighs) An 89-year-old woman with dementia recently almost lost her home of over 50 years due to six cents owed in back taxes. Hey, debt is debt. Pay me my money. An Australian flight to nowhere, which promises to take off and land at the same airport on the same day, sold out in minutes. Eh, If I were a flight, this would be me. A vintage Miller Lite delivery truck in the shape of a giant six-pack is on sale in Missouri. Quick note, my birthday is January 6th. A study says robots could help the elderly with their mental health. Hmm, could robots really help, or do some people just not want to be bothered dealing with old people? Peruvian shaman recently held a ritual to predict who would win the U.S. presidential election. So, who did they predict? Split decision. Ah, enlightening. Now on weather. Tonight's forecast cloudy with temperatures around 80. This morning, I actually drank some Joe. Seriously, I drank a cup of coffee. A coffee machine miraculously worked here at the radio station. And then I turned on the Joe Rose show and got a double dip of Joe. Joe Rose, Zach Krantz, Hollywood. Talking to a guy who ironically, went to the University of Louisville and now covers the Buffalo Bills. So he's got your cover when it comes to Miami versus Louisville and Miami versus Buffalo. Talking about will the Bills win the AFC East? How much Josh Allen will be running this weekend? The Bills' strength? Also, Cardinals and Canes, he gives us that preview, and Louisville is... They like to recruit South Florida. Talk
3: to Eric Wood, who's on the Buffalo Bills Radio Network, and like you said, <laughs> ACC Network as well, from Louisville. Eric, good morning. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Eric, how you doing,
4: man? How you holding up with the craziness of uh, of all these jobs and not traveling with the football team and, and everything else?
5: Man, I'm, I'm holding up all right. Uh, the biggest thing for me right now is uh, New York State COVID rules. Uh, mandates a 14-day quarantine. Our home's in Louisville, Kentucky now, so... I'm actually just doing Bills post game now, but I'm still traveling for ACC this week. I'm at Clemson. They got a barn burner against the Citadel, so uh, we're prepping. We need to probably prep for NFL storylines, college storylines. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be
4: searching for everything. The Dolphins just got physically beat up pretty good by the the Patriots. I think the Bills by far had the most complete team going off last year and what they've added, but you still got to get through this mental thing of the Patriots and what they've been able to do to the Bills. You think they're ready that they look and they go, damn it, this has got to be the year? How do you get over that? Because the Patriots got some holes in that team, even though you would have never known last week.
5: Yeah, I think this team is confident enough to, to take the division at this point. And um, I say that from an outsider looking in now. That's not from a locker room perspective. But, you know, they've, they've been waiting for this moment. They've been building towards this, you know. Uh, for the, for years, the Bills were drafting athletic linebackers, Tremaine Edmund, Matt Milano, to to combat to combat those athletic tight ends for New England, and uh, I think everyone in the division was because everyone was looking up at New England for so long, and they still are until someone knocks them off the throne. They're still the AFC East, East champs, and they've been for so many years straight. Uh, besides the one year that Castle filled in for Brady, and so. When you look at all that, the Bills have to knock them off this year, but I, but I think this is the year that they get it done.
3: Well, Josh Allen has made a little bit of strides in becoming a better quarterback, throwing the ball because we know he could run the ball. So he threw the ball 46 times last week, but also ran the ball for 57 yards, and you saw what happened. To the Dolphin defense last week with a rushing running quarterback Do you expect this little copycat to work this week for Buffalo again maybe have Josh Allen run the ball a bunch against the Dolphins
5: you know I think as this, as the season goes on and as Josh develops in his career they want him to start throwing the ball more scramble less less quarterback design runs but you know at this point of his career he's still young and he's in his third year he's 250 pounds 240, 250 pounds, part of his strength is his ability to run the ball. So they're not going to completely shy away from it. Are they going to use him as a power back like they did in Carolina? Probably not because they don't want what happened to Cam Newton and get really banged up, you know, eight, nine years into his career. But, as you guys know, the NFL is a copycat league, and you always have to check and make sure, you know, they're going to check and make sure the Dolphins shirt up their quarterback run defense this week in practice.
4: Eric, what's the strength of the Bills right now? Because I really do think they're well-balanced. They've got a lot of good players everywhere, but what would you say the strength of the team is?
5: Well, the strength of the team is the defense, and it was last year. They were third in the league statistically last year. They returned virtually everybody the same scheme. They add a few pieces, especially um, some defensive line talent. They brought in Mario Addison, uh, defensive end from Carolina. They brought in Jefferson, the D tackle um, from Seattle, and then um, he didn't play last week. But Vernon Butler, the defensive tackle they had from Carolina, is excellent player as well. So, I mean, when you look at that, you know, the, the strength of the Bills is going to be their defense. If the offense, which was statistically in the mid 20s last year, I mean, if they could even get to the mid teens, kind of be middle of the pack, you know, I I think this is a a team that could contend for the AFC's championship.
3: Eric, you've been through the gauntlet of OTAs and off, you know, off-season camps, and then training camp, and then preseason games, uh, and, and then even then, there's still some some sloppy play in the beginning of the season. Were you surprised last week around the entire NFL with all of without all of that that there was actually some pretty good football, some really good football in some of these games?
5: Yeah, I, I was impressed by it, and I think everybody was getting ready because it was probably on every broadcaster's every color guy. Now I'm a color guy, I, I know this. I know it was on the tip of every one of their tongues to say, "Oh, look at all these." Pre snap penalties. Look at all these fumbles because these guys haven't taken any contact through the preseason. And you know what? It was a pretty clean week one of football. And it probably goes to uh, what the players have been saying for a while to cut down on these preseason games. But when they could sell tickets for them, and you know, it, it does make it a lot easier to evaluate talent when you get all those preseason games. And I get all that. But uh, is there a happy medium somewhere? Probably. And I think we get to that at some point, you know, reducing the amount of preseason games. Maybe it's more joint practices, less preseason games, so you can actually evaluate talent against people in a different in a different jersey. But uh, I, I was really impressed with week one of NFL football. You know, I called the Louisville-Western Kentucky game last week, and I was in the stadium, and I'm not sure exactly what, how they're doing it in the stadiums with no fans. But, you know, last week they had a DJ in Louisville Stadium that was, keeping the, the volume during the game so there wasn't, you know, dead spots. And, you know, I, th- I think football in general right now, they're making it work.
4: All right. Well, let's talk about your team where you went to school, and uh, and now we got the Cardinals and Canes, Miami Hurricanes, Saturday night. What are your thoughts on what you saw from the Cardinals?
5: The Cardinals look good in week one. Um, they had some punting issues. So Western Kentucky had 21 points, 14 of them came from, punts by louisville that resulted in western kentucky getting the ball inside louisville's 10-yard line twice they scored on both those times so it could have been a wider margin but louisville's offense is good again this year they have some really really talented players on offense and scott satterfield is an offensive-minded head coach defensively they were awful last year the hurricanes absolutely lit them up last year that was that was their one truly lopsided game last year was against the hurricanes and, and we'll see you know the hurricanes add talent last year. I called a couple of hurricanes games last year, and I was not that impressed with Dan Enos and his offense. They still lit up Louisville, so with reed King weapons a new offense um I know Louisville's going to have their hands full, but college game day game in louisville you know limited fa- or sorry in miami it, or sorry, this game's in louisville yeah, I, keep it I keep I keep mixing up uh my Bills and my Cardinals. But a uh, college game day game, it'll be an awesome It'll be an awesome deal for both programs that are trying to get back to where they were uh, not too many years ago. Canes obviously have a lot stronger of a history than Louisville, but it wasn't that long ago that Louisville was competing for a playoff spot. Both these programs have a lot to gain Saturday night by putting their best foot forward.
4: Eric, I want to ask you, and I don't know if you're going to agree with this or not, but I'm down here and, and pretty involved in the high school football. Louisville going back – to Teddy Bridgewater, really opened up the gate to get a lot of South Florida kids, and it continues. And it really, I thought, changed the football and especially skilled position players. Do you agree with that, that that's really helped their program with their recruiting in South Florida, the success they've had?
5: Yeah, no doubt. And Lamar Jackson came from South Florida. Teddy Bridgewater came from South Florida. When I was playing at Louisville, we had a ton of kids from Florida, but a lot of them were from uh, Duval County area, a little bit northern. Now Louisville's recruiting Miami tremendously well. Part of that was from Charlie Strong, who was coaching, who has tons of ties to South Florida. Part of that was Charlie Strong and Clint Hurd, who played for the Canes, going down there and recruiting. But Teddy Bridgewater was like the Pied Piper. When he was at a seven-on-seven All-American camp, and they got to beat Teddy Bridgewater, there's a lot of guys that wanted to go play ball with him. He also played at uh, Miami Northwestern, really strong program. They get Eli Rogers out of there, some other really talented players, John Miller out of there. So you get some the guys that are playing on Sundays now, so you get a lot of talent from there. But it's, it's amazing um, how those guys kind of recruit, them, recruit each other. I love Miami. Me and my wife love the vacation down there. But Louisville's a pretty special town too. And when these kids that grew up in Miami, they get to come up here and they get to be around buddies and people that they grew up around and heard of kind of switch culture a little bit like they they get a kick out of that they enjoy it and and they've seen so many guys come here to louisville play early right leave as juniors and go get paid and that's a recipe for recruiting
4: eric i just want to tell you i have never in all my years ever seen what teddy bridgewater did when he decided he wasn't going to miami and he picked all those guys up and took them with him. they didn't need to have a recruiting coordinator down here teddy just said right Hey, they change. We're changing coaches. I'm going with Charlie. Come on, let's go. He must have taken like ten guys with them. Like they, they're like, and they're all good players. They're all. And by the way, no when doubt. they all beat? They beat Florida. Like they were like, okay, they're real now.
5: Yeah, that was a, that was a really talented team with Teddy Bridgewater, Devonte Parker, who you guys have down there now. That was a super talented team. Devonte Parker, a Louisville kid. Uh, I could have told you when he was in eighth grade that that dude was going to be starting on Sundays or playing NBA basketball, a tremendous basketball player, too. When, when Teddy came up here, it, w- it was definitely a culture shift. I mean, I remember meeting Teddy Bridgewater when he was a freshman at UofL and just thinking, like, what an incredible kid this is. Then you get to meet his mom, who's just a phenomenal yeah, person. Unbelievable. And, and you see what Teddy's doing now in the NFL and the impact that he's making in communities from New Orleans to Miami. He's, he's just phenomenal. And when you see all that and you get to meet them, then you say, oh, this is why everyone wanted to come up. To the day. They'd go all the way up to Louisville to come play with Teddy Bridgewater.
3: Eric, we we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much Thanks, for your time Eric. today. You lot, take lot of care of yourself, week, man, right. for sure. Thank you, bud.
5: Yep, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on.
2: Very intriguing matchups all wound up into Eric Wood. He's got a vested interest on the opposing teams. But, of course, we got our teams. MIA, baby, representing. Speaking of MIA – Dan Lavatar, they're going to be updating the BCS rankings next. It's the Best of the Joe Show. Back on the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, not to be confused with Dan Levitard. You can hear his fine show here on 560 Weekdays from 10 to noon, of course Eastern Time and around the world at our website, WQAM.com Right now, they are going to update the BCS standings. Are you saying BCS? That's kind of out
6: of date. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Let's do the BCS rankings. Uh, This is Billy, Chris, and Stugatz. What do you need from me? Is there fanfare? Is there something to Uh, I forgot Uh, how we do this segment.
7: I don't even know if we have imaging for the segment. Oh, we do. Very good. Uh, All we need from you is to uh, scream out the numbers, okay?
6: But it's not in reverse orders the way you guys do it. How many numbers am I screaming out?
7: 11. We have expanded. We have exciting news this year with the BCS. We have expanded from six playoff teams to seven playoff teams. So we are at seven right now. How about that, Dano?
6: Okay, so number one. We start with number one. The number one ranked team in the BCS rankings is?
8: Dan, the number one team in this season's first week of the BCS rankings, the frontline workers, doctors, nurses, waiters, Uber drivers, caddies, and teachers have led the country in GTJDWWNITM getting the job done when we needed it the most. Thank you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we
6: start out with just some straight pandering. Very good. Uh, easy. Raise your hand to your ear. Uh, that, uh, that will be undefeated and will end the season ranked number one, one would imagine.
8: Right now they're in the driver's seat, Dan, to make the 17 playoff. Yep.
6: Uh, thank you, Billy, uh, for that elaboration that was even more fundamentally useless than everything you said before that. Uh, number two, the number two ranked uh, team in the BCS ranking.
7: Uh, the Memphis Tigers, damn, 1-0, big win against Arkansas State. They lead the country, and we are very metric-oriented here at the BCS. Billy, Chris, and Stu Gatz, we love our metrics and stats. Memphis leads the country in D-S-O-T-T. Don't sleep on the Tigers.
6: Uh, wow. I, okay, so Clemson doesn't lead the, the – okay, never mind. No. Nope. Number three, uh, Chris, what is the third-ranked team in the BCS rankings that are being unveiled right now?
9: Oh, uh, Dan, number three, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns went on the road, beat Iowa State. They are very strong in B-W-O-T-S-S-F which of course means best win of the season so far. Also, watch out for their H-A-E-G-O-T-R-A-B-A-R-O. Has anyone else gone on the road and beaten a ranked opponent? Okay,
6: and it's just a question. The only ones yeah. you can look it up, and but it's just a question. You're just yeah. asking. That's, right. That's uh, right. Number four, the fourth ranked team in the unveiled uh, first ever this season BCS rankings. Number four, Billy
8: Dan. It's the Ohio State Buckeyes. They have a very strong WKTAG. We know they are good. Plus. Y C L T G Y D P. You can't lose the games. You don't play, Dan.
6: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Alabama's in the same position. Ah, we'll see. Okay. Okay. Uh, Not not as
8: strong as Ohio State, evidently not. Yeah.
6: Number five, the fifth-ranked BCS
7: team. Ah, the Clemson Tigers. Damn. One and zero. Perhaps a little bit low here at number five. They lead the country in a bad metric. B S O T W K T D. Beat someone other than Wake Forest. The
6: Deeks. <laughs> uh, number six, the sixth-ranked BCS team is...
9: Ah, BYU, 1-0, Dan, a strong performance week one. They're number one in the country in B-T-H-H-O-O-N, which, of course, is they beat the holy hell out of Navy. <laughs> uh,
6: so how does this work? Do you guys do you just uh, feel the need to go, ah, as soon as we start? Every- I, I
7: think before you deliver uh, the ranking, you have to say, ah. You okay. Know? Uh, yeah, uh, all you right. Do.
6: So it's like a doctor, uh, you know, asking you to open your mouth so he can check your tonsils. He's asking you to. Uh, what are The
7: ah uh, enhances everything. This is the 17th. This is important, Dan. This is the 17th. All right, 7 of country. 11. Yes, yes.
6: Number 7, Stu or Who is doing number 7? Billy, what's yeah. number seven?
8: I'm going to handle seven, Dan, and this is a very important team because if the season ended today, this would be the last team in the expanded playoffs. So number seven, Notre Dame. Right now, Dan, they're 1-0, and they have a very strong W-B-M-I-I-Y-B-D-I-B We'd be more impressed if you beat Duke in basketball, but also A-L-Y-B-S-W-H-O-B-J-W-T-S-T-F-B-K-T-B-T. At least you beat someone we've heard of, but just wait. There's still time for Brian Kelly to blow this. Uh, Roy (laughs) has put
6: in the chat that the last five minutes of any basketball game probably deserves to be in the Uh, conversation. So does this. I
7: like the microwave. Anytime you're staring at the clock, that usually takes the
6: longest. Number eight. uh, What is the eight? So right we have team. arrived
7: here, Dan, at the OLI, if you remember from last year, the outside looking in. Excuse me for a second. I get choked up every time we debut the OLI, the first uh, out, outside looking in. Yeah. So at number eight, again, these are teams on the outside looking in. We have Army, the Cadets, Dan, 2-0, and o. O-T-W-T-W. Only team with two wins, and they lead the country in T-Y-F-Y-S. Thank you. For your service.
6: Why did you make Army the cadets? Did you just get caught up in the air and just not know? I thought they
3: were the knights. I guess you can refer to them as cadets.
7: Yeah, I have no idea why I did that. I think at one time they were the cadets. I could be wrong.
6: I'm going to go ahead and guess that that was just a pivot uh, and that you once uh, thought that Alejandro Villanueva was once Alejandro Pena as well.
7: Yeah, a setup guy for the Braves. You're right. Uh, We are at at number nine here, Dan. OLI, by the
6: way. Number nine, outside looking in. What do we have?
9: Side note, if you're microwaving something for more than five minutes, you don't want to be eating that anyways. Number nine, Dan, Oklahoma, 1-0. Great start out of the Big 12. You'd think they might be higher but they lead the country in W-K-A-T-L-I-I-T-F, which of course means we know a terrible loss is in their
6: future. Guillermo, <laughs> put it on the poll, please. Uh, should you be microwaving anything for more than five minutes and then eating it? Uh, number 10, what do we have here at number 10?
8: Uh, Dan, right now, number 10, it's the first team in the O-L-O. New this season, it's the outside looking out. Number 10 right now <laughs> the wrinkle. is Miami. They're one to zero. They play Louisville this Saturday. They lead the country in L O W O B P T T Q I R G B I N S Y. Looked okay week one, but people think their QB is really good. But I'm not sure yet. It's Saturday, WW game, Dan. That's when we find out who's who. Oh, okay, yeah.
6: there's yeah. a who's who game. Big one, yeah. wow. the canes,
7: I mean, the Canes could shoot up the rankings. Congratulations,
6: yeah. Mike. You seem very excited to be in this top ten. We've lost this game every year for the last 16
3: years. The who's who's game. Yeah. Oh, I'm super yeah. excited. I want to yeah. climb in the BCS. Yeah.
6: Number 11, the final of the – what a weird ranking. 11 teams. Okay, number 11. This is the
7: final team, Dan. Ah, the Florida Gators out of the SEC. They lead the country in T-J-S-I-L-A-T-N-S-W-I-I-Y-A-M-A-N-W. There's just something I like about them. Not sure what it is yet. Ask me again next week. How about that?
6: There's just something, okay. And uh, it turns out after our crack research uh, staff looked it up, the Army Black Knights football team, previously known as the Army Cadet got was right? Uh, Holy Stugach was right,
3: yes. Yes. Stugach oh. was
6: right. Hallelujah,
3: Hallelujah.
6: Uh, congratulations to all the teams in the weird top 11 to start the season that, that Liz <laughs> promises to change. I hope uh, that that segment gets shorter as it evolves. it longer. There's your BCS standings from the
2: Dan Letard show. Uh Dan did not seem overjoyed, but then again, When does he? They seem to push his buttons a lot, and it's always a whole lot of fun. Speaking of fun, going to have some fun with Hawk and Crowder next. Talking about tonight's big heat game, not to mention Channing had a surgery. It's the best of the Joe Show. The best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. Hola, I am Dan Day on a Thursday. Ooh. The weekend is getting closer. and We've got plenty of sports to get ready for. But tonight, we need to be focused on the Heat-Celtics Game 2 Eastern Conference Finals. Hawk and Crowder, they're ready for the big game. Channing, especially after having an elective surgery yesterday, he'll explain that whole process. So you can't turn away, though. It's going to be interesting, especially when Channing Crowder tells the story. And the overs and unders on tonight's Game 2.
3: Very big
1: game tonight. Very big game tonight. I was talking to a Celtics fan on the phone today and he was like, well, I don't want to say that uh, it's a must win for Boston because it's only game two. I'm like, oh, go ahead and say it. It's a must win. Don't beat around the bush.
0: Oh, these 3-1 comebacks, This this <laughs> playoff series. It's
1: a very big game tonight. Crowder is back. We missed you yesterday. How are you feeling? How's your health?
0: I'm sterile. I know, what, I know what question you're asking, let's be honest. Yes, they cut the pipes, I can't make babies anymore, and I'm happy right. about it.
1: But they, uh, you know, a bunch of people always text in when we talked about your uh, vasectomy. You've got, uh, you've got like a month or what, six weeks, four to six weeks where, like, you're you're not devoid of baby-making capabilities yet.
0: No, the, the rule is 20-20 ejaculations, Gotcha. I'll put it that way. Yes, okay. so. What happens is they leave the testicles, it goes to the epididymis, the epididymis stores it, so you have to get all the storage out before you're sterile. Then they have you do two sperm count somethings, and then they tell you you're good to go.
1: Man, I had the under on ejaculation, so another loss for me. I, I just, I was guessing sixteen to seventeen. I cannot get a bet right lately. I don't know what's yes. happening.
0: Yeah, we, 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 we I've taken you down with after, me. After I saw how much we oh I asked the doctor, just cut off one. Can I get half price?
1: <laughs> cut off my partner.
0: Just cut one today. We'll do the other one oh, next year.
1: Goodness, I'm tempted to bet the Jimmy Butler over tonight, by the way, which we lost on game one. And Jimmy yeah. Butler was, I mean, he was a monster in exact spots where they needed him to be. Yes. You know what I mean? But he didn't light it up. I mean, they played, you know, four, four uh, four and a half quarters because they went to overtime and he didn't hit the over. He ended with, I think, 20 points. The over, I think, was 20 and a half or 21 and a half. I, I kind of feel like tonight that's me <laughs> did you guys hear that
0: no what's that
1: oh okay i just get that in my headphones all right because i have i have ah, email email issues entercom email oh. issues was that
0: me that because i no. Just sent you well an email, it was so. your yes yeah. it was
1: you sending the email but i heard the loud ding dong in my headphones but you guys didn't hear that over the air yeah
8: and you no, can't really you can't weird. control that because now i think i might have found a way to bug you during the show
1: well, yeah, I can just turn it off. I, I I just happened to have it on, but I thought it went over the air. Now I'm stuck. What were we talking about?
0: <laughs> we were talking about Jimmy. You know what we did talk about, though? That was right. We said, it. Goran or Jimmy's going over, we got to pick the right guy. Goran went crazy. Goran had 29. Yep. We picked the wrong guy. But And like when I said, they, bro, when they went to overtime, I thought we were gravy. They we
1: were five points away. Run. Jimmy Butler yes. was five points away in overtime and, and didn't hit it. But I, I kind of feel like tonight, because his over-under, I think is 19 and a half. Man, I kind of feel like I want to bet the Jimmy Butler over tonight. I, I'm a little nervous about the game. So, hey, here's what we have planned today. Cornbread Maxwell is going to join us for 15 minutes of heat he's one of the celtics broadcasters now and a a friend of ours and we love talking with uh with cornbread um i'm a little bit nervous i watched a lot of espn today and listened to uh uh you know all their pundits and and this one's gonna be a i think this gonna be i mean it was a tough one game one so it wasn't like there was a a blowout boston you know uh they didn't play poor Game one, right? I mean, they're pretty evenly matched teams, which is why I'm a little nervous about tonight's Heat game.
0: We talked about it with that meme with Spider-Man pointing back at Spider-Man. These teams are very similar. (laughs) Very. And we came out on top, but it went to overtime with it. This series is going to be amazing. And I hope yeah. the Heat end up doing what they did game one. But yes, this is a great game, but they're matched up perfectly. Kimball Walker goes off, we're in trouble, but he's terrible right
1: now. He's been terrible, man. So heat are two and a half point underdogs tonight. Thursday night football tonight, and you got canes and dolphins Saturday and Sunday. Man, we got a lot to cover today.
2: Let's go, Hawk and Crowder. Let's go, Heat. I'm not gonna talk about Channing surgery anymore because it makes me uncomfortable. We're going to be real comfortable tomorrow with Hawk and Crowder from two to six right here on 560 The Joe as they break down game two, what hopefully is a Heat win. Then we're going to get ready for Miami versus Louisville. And we get ready for Miami versus Buffalo. Oh, yes, sports is here and we are here to stay. Remember, you can download the podcast for this show or any of the shows by simply going to our website, wqam.com, the radio.com app, or wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free. Tomorrow it's Friday. And we are gonna be feeling good on a feel-good Friday. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. I am Dan Day, and this is the best of the Joe Show. Later slug.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You all here! Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.